Welcome to the 45th edition of the Guna Podcast, recorded in early February between the matches against Chelsea and Liverpool. Thanks to our sponsors, GunaShirts.com, the online website for an excellent and varied range of quality Arsenal t-shirts. This is your host, Joe Broadfoot, and I'm here to bring you the remainder of the panel chat, recorded at the same time as our previous edition. So continuing on are Guna regulars, David Udo, Mark Ollington and Kevin Witcher. Here's the rest of what they had to say. At this juncture, we would like to take time out to read out a couple of emails. And first of all, I'm not sure I can say his name right, but I think it's Chris, Christo. Christo? Christo? Christo. Christo. Chris, Christo. And we've got your email, Chris Christo. I hope you're listening and you appreciate it. The podcast is awesome and well done. But do you have to sing those stupid songs in the middle? People just fast forward them. Please, could you stop them? However, the content is good and you make for great listening. Well done. So, David, would you like to comment on our song? Yeah, Chris, fuck off. No, no, Chris, I'm joking. Chris, I'm joking. Chris, don't turn it off. Please, please don't turn it off. Um, we're always open to suggestions here at Guna Towers, Chris, and we appreciate your feedback. Um, I mooted the idea on an email chain uh, that we introduced some kind of Guna quiz. Um, well, that's gone out the window. Um, so, I um, forgot, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, you're always open for no ideas. Guys, if any of you out there have got any suggestions of how we can improve this... They can fuck off. Just, <laughs> just like Chris can fuck Make off. Make your own podcast. Those <laughs> yeah. um, no, are so always open to suggestions. Personally, we're, we are, just to give you a sort of bit of background on how we do this, we, go, we, we come to a community centre uh, around the corner from the old ground uh, the first or second Monday of every month. We have a Chinese meal, we get beard up, um, and uh, we sing songs about John Terry. Um, we remain fully clothed, I'd like to make this completely clear from the outset. Um, but uh, yes, anything we could do to improve your listening experience, um, please let us know. Yeah, and Chris, go on, sorry, Kev. Do you know how many minutes go into this, this particular <laughs> song thing? And as for the sketches, my God, we must have spent at least, what? Five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creating the goddamn thing. Can I say one last thing to Chris, though? Yeah, go on. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, on that nice note, um, you've, got, you've got something to read out from Don Sebastiano. Mark, you're going to read out. Oh, Dave's going to read this I'm so one out. I'm so crossy, Chris. This, I can't this read This comes out. from Basti. Chris has got me uh, annoyed. I'm He's actually yeah, said right. some nice things, Chris. Yeah. So thanks very much for yeah, the thanks, Chris. Right. We're, sorry for, we're sorry for Mark. He's training for the marathon at the moment. He's absolutely knackered. Chris, is that because I put my heart into those songs? <laughs> um, is that what you call it? Right, well, this is Don yeah. Sebastiano. Yes, our, our former guitar playing impresario. I'll have a couple of Brazilian babes on toast. Whoops, it's 32 degrees Celsius. Didn't renew my season ticket and went to Brazil instead. What a bummer. Regards to Ars Wonga, the frosty Emirati. Who cares about Man U when you're sitting by a pool? Well, I do, but less. Bastard. Nice. Well, who needs a season ticket anyway? <laughs> but thanks, Basti. Looking forward to seeing you again soon. Don't forget, bring in those holiday snaps. Well, as I was trying to say, but kind of got interrupted. Well, on this subject, I'm sorry, on, the, on the subject of Brazil, yeah. has anyone realised that Danielson is only Brazilian in the sense that he's a cunt with neatly trimmed hair? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do like jokes like that, though. <laughs> we do like them. Anyway, 
Come on, we've been saving that for yeah. months. <laughs> Can we clear the C word on this show? Let's see if we get it through the edit. Right? Yeah. Uh, you've it, got a bleep. You've got, you've got, a, um, a I've got, I've got some kind of gadget that I'm I not going to go Joe. into. I heard it goes up yes. your ass. <laughs> oh, no. Look, now I'm going to have to <laughs> use that gadget mobile, twice. Not a mobile phone, is it? <laughs> oh, no. no, we use that in the sketch. It's descended into So that's fine. So talking of farces... Our away games are often farces. Uh, that's a tenuous link, is like it, it not? Like it. Yeah, they are often farces, but would it be better to watch on the big jumbotron, if that's what we call it, at the stadium, we don't rather than go on, we away don't from home? We watch them on the jumbotron, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we, wa- we watch them in giant screens so on back club in the level. Show. All right. All right. Well, and the club charges a fiver to do it, and it's a new initiative. Although they used to do it in the old days, but it was a bit different. Yeah, on a jumbotron. Yeah, in, in we actually sitting out in the cold. Yeah. Right? yeah. And did right. it have a trunk? No, uh, well, some of the performances uh, <laughs> stank of elephant shit. No, but, uh, <laughs> we used to have the Jumbotron. It was that season win for Wenger's first double. So they had games yeah. like Barnsley yeah. away and stuff like Chelsea, that. Newcastle the away. The Carnot-Chelsea game. Yeah, but there was, I remember I never watched one defeat at that Jumbotron and I went to most of the games back in those well, days. They should have kept showing them then and you should have kept going. They did. So so that's they, one they, could they? They knocked them down the ground. They could have stopped showing it, could they? You mean Highbury's not there anymore? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> So what sort of people, what sort of characters, Kevin, attend these matches on not the Jumbotron but the big screen? That would be moi. Oh. Yes, indeed. Um, Because basically, without having to travel to the northern outposts of Lancashire, it is possible to have the communal feeling of watching the team with fellow Arsenal fans and, you know, on occasion even have a bloody sing-song. And, um, you know, it's, it's... it's better than being there in some levels because mm. basically you're not being exposed to the goddamn awful cold winds of Bolton. Um, <laughs> and, but the, it can be just as depressing, I have to say that, when uh, the team don't perform. What do you get for your fiver? Basically, <laughs> it changed. Initially, you could get uh, £5 worth of any drink at the bar. Uh, but the last time I went, that had been changed and you could only get uh, some piss-poor draught uh, bitter or lager or two soft drinks. Well, um, if you like a decent uh, bit of alcohol, as in something that tastes something resembling alcohol, uh, you've got to pay for it. However, I don't begrudge just paying a fiver to watch the game. So there is no booking fee or any of that kind of craziness. No, no, you just bring yeah. up. And, oh, you just do it online and so So how many screens are there? Pay me a little plenty, picture. Plenty, actually. Um, have you been on club level before? I have, yes. Okay, so in sort of each section, I suppose, there is a giant screen with speakers and the regular TVs that are up in club level are yeah. showing it as well. Uh, I, was, I was sat next to Kev and we were um, watching it on a smaller screen. Due to the time delay, uh, as there was a brief time delay, we were watching it uh, about a second and a half quicker than everyone else. <laughs> so, when, so when Fabregas was through on goal, unfortunately, we knew that he'd hit the post uh, about one half second before the rest of the crowd did. Um, but thankfully, the speed of light travels faster than sound, so... Um, but I, I, I didn't care for it much, to be completely honest. I mean, I, I begrudge giving my, giving the football club anything beyond the one thousand two hundred and fifty eight pounds I have to pay for my season ticket. Um, I haven't bought a replica shirt. I haven't paid money for a replica shirt in about fifteen years. Um, uh, I, I, I went to see the Villa game as you know it's the, it was the start of our, our four match um, squeaky bum time. Um, the, the the queues to get well. It's £5 to get in. You think for £5, um, bear in mind it doesn't cost them anything to, to really stage an event in terms of screening costs as they just take the Premier League's international feed. Um, 
okay, they've got their £3.80 an hour um, staff, if you can call them that. But the, the queues <laughs> to get a, you know, a pint of lager or, or whatever, and you're limited to what you can get. I asked for a pint of Guinness. I wasn't allowed it. I had to have watered-down Fosters. Um, uh, I, 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 I feel like I'm being treated as a, a customer by um, uh, a, a corporate entity rather than um, a supporter of a cooperative, which is what football clubs used to be. 26-minute wait to, to get a pint um, mm. uh, in the first half. Um, now, you know, put on, put on either staff who are able to serve drinks, just, just headhunt from the goddamn 12 pins or something, or, or get more staff in. Uh, I mean, that is a huge issue that, uh, frankly, organisationally, the club were appalling because you should be able to serve drinks a bit quicker than that. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's a way of seeing the game. Your only alternative would be a dodgy internet stream if you weren't actually going. Um, so on that level, it was much more satisfactory. Um, I, don't, I don't mind paying a fiver. Shame about the beat of serving drinks, though, I'd say to that. Because, yeah. you know, I was umming and ahhing it up. On one side, I've got Dave saying not worth it. On side, you said I might do it, Kev. I'm still in two minds. I bet the listeners at home, Joe, are the same, eh, mm. after that? I would but think so. I mean, what about, what about vending machines? Why don't they have some vending machines around the club? Is there some... Um, some legal reason why no, they, don't, they don't look very nice in corporate level oh is that why it's better to have well yeah, I mean it's used, it's used uh, they serve people really much I quicker I mean what, what they do in the 12 pins is just line up the drinks mm. you know they don't matter that they haven't been ordered they're just there waiting and, mm. then, and a pint of Guinness is not going to go off in 2 or 3 minutes and it's the best Guinness in North London ladies and gentlemen I love that pub so you know I mean it can be done it is not a huge leap of human imagination it is not Landing a man on the planet Venus, it is serving a goddamn pint glass of alcohol at relative speed. I do, I, I do love customer service. At Arsenal. <laughs> it's strange nobody at the football club, in any capacity, is accountable to anyone else. The players get away with murder. The manager gets away with murder. But and if the, you if you stand up <laughs> during a match, you will be ejected. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so as a supporter, you will not get away with anything. I, mean, I remember at half, half time during the during one of the games over Christmas, um, I I stupidly waited until the half time whistle before going to queue to get my father and I um, two bovrels, um, as the club does have a limited run of twenty bovrels around the ground for sixty thousand people. Um, so I made my way, uh, finally got to the front of the queue um, to you know order my two bovrels. I remember I remember my, my words verbatim. It was a uh, Hello, mate. Can I have two bovrels, please? But he interpreted that as, um, okay, I'd like you to solve cold fusion using this spoon, um, <laughs> a copy of Arsenal, the making of a modern super club by Alex Flynn and Kevin Witcher, available from visionsportspublishing.com and all good bookshops, and, um, and a packet of Maltesers. Um, such was the sheer confusion. And it was like that scene in Forty Towers when John Cleese is grabbing hold of Manuel, bellowing in his face, please try and understand before one of us dies. Please try and catch the ball when they Seriously. take the corner. So did you get your bottles? No, they'd sold out. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> Would you get said tea? Well, I get instead, I got pissed off. And three points. But nonetheless, so the, club, the club would say it's good value for money. See, see, an away game for five quid, it doesn't sound too bad. But how much would you offer uh, Arsene Wenger to stay on board and sign a new contract? That was seamless, that, Joe. That, that was, was like, seamless. I don't know where I've come up with that one from. <laughs> you can play cards, you'll be on the uh, one show next. <laughs> is, is, the, question, the question you're asking 
is Arsene Wenger value for money? I mean, currently he is being paid somewhere in the region of, I believe, and I, I, I'm, I'm just plucking a figure out the top of my head, but I think he's on about six million a year. Bloody hell. Um, he probably is running for money. £120,000 a week before tax. Um... I think he is. On a financial Jesus level... Jesus Christ! You know, on a financial level, he has been successful for the club. No no one can doubt that. That right? money too right. Flipping hell. I mean, that's the thing. That, oh that's what the board so are looking crap. at, clearly. I mean, as fans, we we get frustrated and obviously... Economically... We complain. Economically, if the stadium is selling it out, um, then the manager is giving the board... As much as he possibly could financially, especially given that he's not using any profit in the transfer market. So, on an economic level, the guy is manna from heaven. However, as was referred to earlier, you know, fans aren't interested in profit and loss account sheets. What they, they want is glory. And is the purpose of a football club to break even or win trophies and that's the decision the board have got to make and as a fan I would rather we were in a little bit of debt with a bit of silverware than in the black it does make me laugh um, Wenger, Gazidis, Hillwood Danny Fitzman all, all you know cocksure and as proud, proud as you like we haven't got this level of debt, you know, Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool, they're all going to go under. So what happens in 10 years' time when, you know, there, there's another global economic crisis and clubs do start going to the wall, administration is made illegal and, you know, every other club does go out of business. Who, who are we going to play? You know, it's like, very good, Arsenal. Well done. What for your next trick? The one man standing. Yeah, exactly. You know, what, does, does that mean we win football? <laughs> well, well, well done. What are we going to go and watch on Saturday? I don't know. Park cricket. It does feel, it does feel like a game of Monopoly. Sorry? We'll be the ultimate champions. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, I mean, the fixture list comes out. Who we got this week? No one. <laughs> again. We got the champions. Who won 3-0 again? Default. You know. <laughs> you know, fucking only very yeah. good Arsenal. What do you do for your next trick? Unbelievable. Bollocks. But talking to no one, I said earlier, there's no one to replace Arsene Wenger, but I understand there could be a short list of three that we, we might no, be able to no, dream the, up be the between ourselves. The suggestion was, which three managers would oh. you put on a short list if you heard that Wenger had decided in the summer he was going to leave the club? And to put you on the spot, Kevin, I mean, which, which three right. managers would you put on the short list? Well, I would have Mr Gus Hiddink. I'm, I'm looking at motivators. Mm. You know, I, I, I think what, what the team needs is a kick up the posterior. And if we're just talking about the realms of scientific possibility rather than who is likely to be available, you can also put Fabio Capello into that uh, equation. Because frankly, um, if you think about the actual players that play for England and what a bunch of arseholes they are, <laughs> he has got those prats playing out of their skins out of fear these are guys earning they are terrified hundreds yeah. of thousands of pounds a month you know mm. and he he's you know he's got them motivated I think Kev's completely right with Capello I mean if Steve McLaren was still England manager um, penny to a piece of shit John Terry wouldn't have lost the England captaincy I mean Steve McLaren was someone who referred to 
his players by their nicknames JT and Stevie G and such whereas I'm pretty certain Capello refers to his players as number 6 number 8 and number 11 mm-hmm. um, to their faces um, and you know Borlakavs was a 12 minute meeting tell me what happened he did Ten minutes. Uh, congratulations, John. Thanks very much. Um, you're here by Saturday, the captain. Yeah. Uh, go, Fabio, go. We love you, mate. Apparently, there's one point where he goes, I'll give her a call. You can speak to her. You can speak to her. She's promised she won't go to the press for any more stories. And Capello just went, I don't want to listen. And he was there with his phone out trying to make him speak to her. I, I'd say, I'd pleading desperation. Speak, speak, speaking to a, a, a friend, um, someone I, I, I know in the press, um, uh, John Terry bought the girl off to the tune of £750,000 for her not to speak to the press. Um, so she got her mates to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. Which I think is brilliant. But no, the, the interesting thing about what Mark just said is that now tallies with her reaction when she was told about it. She was standing next to Max Clifford in his office um, reading the statement that she wasn't going to do anything with the press. And then the news came through that, that he'd been lost the, the England captaincy. And, and she was shocked. And obviously she'd been primed yeah. to get this call from Fabio uh, to say, <laughs> yeah, no, Mr. Cavallo, I'm not going to say a word. You know, pay me three quarters of a million pounds. You know, I, my silence is yours. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, the, the other thing is, is obviously Terry's people have, have been running around paying off so many bloody people. I'm almost tempted to have a go myself. <laughs> 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 Pissed out of his, his head one night and couldn't remember it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about the John Terry thing. I'm still getting over the fact that Tiger Woods never called me back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. So we've got two on yes, our show. You've had Mr. Hiddink. You've had Mr. Capello. You want a third motivator. We need a third. Right. Now I'm having to actually think for the first time this evening. And, so um, should we move over to Mark at this yeah, point? Yeah, I think that's a good well, one. Well, I've what got you, two names actually myself, which I'm going right. to throw into the ring. Okay. But both as co-managers for a dream team. Ooh. All right? This is what I'm thinking. Sounds like Liverpool in I'm the feeling George Graham. Century. Tell me no. George Graham. <laughs> tell me George. No, no, All no, right, no. you're not going to tell me George. It All would right. be... Jerry Francis and Christian Gross. <laughs> yeah. okay. Those two blokes, that, that could be superb. I, I was going to write those names down until you... Joke aside, there's no one really out there with much Arsenal heritage in the way we have as a manager. So I think what Kev said is probably spot on. There's no one out there that kind of screams like... There's no ex-player. I mean, Adams didn't really make it as a manager. Dennis Bergkamp, some I think, say. you know, on the quiet, I've got a feeling that Bergkamp could turn into a bastard manager. Do you think? I just got I... this little sneaky thing that... I mean, some... I mean, George Graham. Think of George Graham as a player. Yeah. A maverick, a lazy, lazy Look at the contrast. Yeah. Look what happened. Now I wonder if Bergkamp would Bergkamp settle? You know, I know he was a flair player. I know he was creative genius. Would he settle for playing in a team that defended like Arsenal do? Do you think he'd tolerate that? Is he coaching now, Kev Bergkamp? Yes, he's assistant, yeah. he's assistant manager to uh, whoever the manager is. Oh, he's assistant manager to Martin Yola. Oh, yeah. Martin Yol, there's a name, isn't there? That's wow. a dream team! Bring him Martin Yol and Dennis Bergkamp! <laughs> Joking about wow. ex-players aside, get those two bad boys there. You know what, if Bergkamp turned out to be great, I'd wet my pants if he was Arsenal manager. I would create, that'd be amazing. So but would we turn it the other way round? Could we accept Yol as Bergkamp's assistant? Yeah, too right. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course you can. That's, that's acceptable, yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. Is, is everyone in agreement on Terry Neal. Yeah, um, but Terry Neal was an ex-Arsenal player. Yeah, yeah. But I go but as far as to say, in also I've despised all Spurs managers, and but Martin Yole, 
everyone secretly didn't mind him in a funny kind of way. We all called his mother a horse, girl. That was all brilliant. You know? <laughs> but, and the course. Yeah, yeah, you've got, you've got to do it. It's a funny, story, the about, funny story about that. The Carling Cup semi-final when Ali Adier scored the one, the goal, and we won an yeah. extra time and we're singing Martin Yore's Mother in a Hall. I'm sitting next to my brother behind the, the North guy. He turns over and he said, I'll tell you what, all those people singing that song, I bet there's some little eight-year-old woman in Rotterdam doing a knitting going, fucking hell, my ears are on fire! <laughs> 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 oh, Sorry, Mark, I'll cut you off. No, 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 that was a great story. Yeah. But, also, but if Burkett is assistant coach, brilliant. Let's hope he does a bit better than um, Mr Tony Adams. Yes, so I think we've run out of candidates, have we? Uh, I've got, I've got, I've got one three. more name into the hat, then. Go on, right? Dave's got your three to go. Because, up, because, you know... If you steal my thunder, Kevin, I'm going to be so unhappy. I've got I, three Bobby Dazzlers. I can't <laughs> imagine you're going to come up with this one. Go on. Um, you know, we're talking about motivation. We're talking about not allowing... Well, OK, all right. I know you're going to say Mourinho. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Right, well... The I other, would. The, I know, would. I mean, I'd be tempted. I would be tempted. But I don't like the fellow much. But what about Sir Alex Ferguson? Do you well, think he would tolerate what he's, he's too seen? old? I know that. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Don't play it, okay? If I can, ten years ago, if I could get a 55-year-old Alex Ferguson in a New York minute, absolutely. But we should have had him in '86. You know the story yeah, about yeah, that. No, can you tell us the story? Because yeah. I don't know. Mark is going to tell you the story. He said it wasn't the fact that the club actually went for him before George Graham. And, Didn't we um, go for Terry Venable? No, Terry Venable was, was before. That was, was a Don Howe. Yeah, yeah, Don yeah. Don yeah. Was. I hope we did um, go for Terry yeah, Venable. Yeah, so. at the time he was at Aberdeen, and I don't think we offered him enough money. Mm-hmm. And so he turned down, and we got George Graham instead. That's not anything much I'd take care of, but I think that's a. I think that's more or less it. But basically, this club were very serious. Uh, they were looking for the successor to Howe, and he was number one on the, on the list. And they didn't do the business properly and lost out. And, and ironically, I mean, it wasn't that far from happening, but Ferguson would have brought in, as a number two, a fellow called George Graham. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. How strange. Life's very peculiar at times, isn't it, Joe? Not as peculiar as John Terry's uh, recent... No. Hang on! Is it as peculiar as Mr Odo's shortlist? Oh, sorry, David, Joe. I didn't get your shortlist. Oh, I heard that David hasn't got a shortlist, so let's move on to the next one. <laughs> you know what? I was moving <laughs> on. I'm going to do the Orient. No, oh, David, so come sweet. back. And it's going to be fucking brilliant. <laughs> well, David's right. talking about Jason Dimitriou's <laughs> hair. Scott McLeish's head. I can't wait. Now, bollocks. <laughs> David's head, headed off now. If but I we, may. We've dragged I him may. back. We've dragged him back. We're Go pulling on. him back at this, at this stage to ask him about his shortlist uh, uh, for, for the Arsenal job there, yeah, I mean well, not that he's vacant at the you, moment it's some dudes we've never heard of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some like you're going to come up with oh. some real random stuff Pierre Ledoudou from the French yeah. second division team or oh, yeah. I've been putting up trees yeah. don't look don't look do unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable dad if you're listening to this they're picking on me go on David bless him we've done this long enough okay right drum roll Three choices to replace Arsene Wenger when he inevitably will not sign his new contract at the end of next season. Dave, is um, it really that inevitable? Uh, I, uh, he, he said, first choice, trying to, first trying to choice drag would, this on a little bit longer. My first choice would be Laurent Blanc, who is currently manager of Girondin de Bordeaux. That's not a bad call. Who have uh, broken up Lyon's monopoly over Liga um, by spending not very much money 
Oh, well, that's that's Sorry, actually Arsenal ball. <laughs> Eat my hole, undermine my hole, Mr. Wellington. Undermine. Uh, I take Lauren Blanc in a heartbeat, but by all accounts, he's being groomed to take over from Ferguson at Manchester United. Failing that, I take Kike Sanchez Flores. Uh, <laughs> talking there we go. We've uh, gone very continental. Uh, that's at, why we were trying to avoid this. At, uh, at Atletico Madrid, who. Um, Took uh, took them over in mid-season. It's it's only his third or fourth managerial job, and he's been out of the game for eighteen months. Um, took over in the middle of the season when they were rock bottom. First thing he did was um, drop Reyes. Second thing he did was um, offload Rodriguez, Maxi Rodriguez to Liverpool, and um, they've lost once in about eighteen games. And but only mid-table they're pushing for UEFA Cup place, and they're playing great football. Uh, third choice uh, in an ideal world, Pep Guardiola, but that's not going to happen. So it'd be David Moyes. David Moyes. David Moyes. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. He's, I mean, look, his, well, Everton, his, yeah. his Everton teams play very, very good football. They can mix it when they want to. Uh, he can spot talent. He buys footballers. I mean, he got Mikhail Arteta for two and a half million from Rangers. He's a great ball player. So mm. Tim Cahill from the third division. Uh, one of the most feared attacking, feared and most prolific goal-scoring attacking midfielders in the league. Um, the Russian kid he's picked up, Billy Alekdinov, um, is a huge talent, very young. Uh, and who would have thought that Landon Donovan, who failed to make it in Germany twice, um, w- would turn out to be probably the purchase of the transfer window? Actually, I once wrote an article at the beginning about two years ago about how good Landon Donovan really was when I went to watch the um, mm. MLS yes. games. Yeah. So apart from me, well, yeah. He certainly looked good against us, so I have to admit. But um, moving on <laughs> swiftly, <laughs> I've lost all my links now. I will say that was three good choices, to be fair. He did himself proud. Um, I thought they were quite good. Worth the wait. Laurent Blanc. Laurent Blanc. That was that was an excellent choice. Joe, what what are your choices? Go on, Joe. Who would you have? Yeah, I'm kind of old school, really. I'd be looking at somebody a bit more defensive. No, no, not quite (laughs) that. Sir Ralph. Not quite that old school. (laughs) Sir Ralph. No. Well, yeah. No. Actually, even if I could dig him up, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother. Not Bertie Meaches, he was an accountant. <laughs> so, no, you know what I would do? No, I would, I would involve George Graham. I'd involve oh, George Graham. Back, hey! Yeah, because to me, George Graham didn't do an awful lot wrong apart from play boring Please football. But it was successful. <laughs> It was successful football, and that was what I wanted to last, But I'd bring in Mourinho. Do you forget the last two or three seasons who's managing the M club? Hang on a minute. In that decline, yeah. Arsenal still won trophies. And, back, and that's the difference. Back when, Kev, and we're not getting involved in this discussion again, mm. but that's when the FA Cup and League Cup meant something, and it was the equivalent of, like, you know... To get onto a philosophical point, what is meaning? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting point about George Graham the last few years. Uh, viewers, the right. Cup was a great day. Let's show you that he's last for one season. Go on, listeners, this is something you can do at home. Take a piece of paper and spell out the words Ian Selly I-A-N-S-E-W-L-E-Y you weren't the best player we ever had you'll see it's actually a perfect anagram of Denielson that sounds about right but it's true when you think about that last midfield underground when you had your players like Selly and your Morrow they won the cups you know they gave us some glory glory night but they are the modern day DRBs and Denielsons and they won cups they won trophies you and your freaking cups Anyway, um, to me that was very important. That the no, lifting the cup, of silverware. Call me strange, but I did enjoy seeing our players lift silverware. Um, football's changed, then, Joe, and the money men have ruined. And now it. it's and all about the third and fourth. Meaningless baubles. Yes, but they weren't back in those days. Who needs them? Who needs a cup when you can finish fourth in the league? Um, but think, Joe, I agree, but think about the FA Cup back when we were kids. 
we'd wake up yeah, on a Saturday morning. Big deal. We'd, we'd, we'd get up. Bring the coverage would start at 8 o'clock. It's a knockout. Yeah. What we need to do is stop football games being showed every night of the week, live, and make it special again. One game live every season, the FA Cup. Get your 16-page put out with your Daily Mirror and stop the coverage from half seven in the morning on both channels. That's what we need to do. And I tell you what, if they did that now, with the advances in technology... On the porn channels, the night before Cup Final, they'd have the John Terry Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me on to the suitable captain for the England national side. Because you know what? We haven't covered this point yet. I know it's not strictly Arsenal, but it could be an Arsenal player, but unlikely, let's face it. For amusement but purposes only, listen. For amusement purposes only, we, we must deal with this issue because it's of national it's a interest. Of grave national importance. Of grave national importance, and we really Who's need to know. lift... The World Cup final trophy in Johannesburg, probably a Brazilian actually. <laughs> and it won't be De Nilsson. Sadly, I think it'll be Michael Ballack. Oh, Michael yeah. Ballack. Yeah. Cancel the bloody thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, who do you believe? Captain, I don't Martin. want a Chelsea player. I don't want a Man United player. I don't want an AM Tottenham player. Robert Green so must be I rubbing think his ads. Emil Heskey for England captain. Emil Heskey. A fine example of a professional. Yeah. And a classic England forward. Yeah, because he's a bit shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. He sums us up as a nation, really. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's, a per- if Heskey, he's a hard worker. If he lifted the, like the World Cup, I'd be happy for England to actually win the thing. Mm. Right, and David? Uh, Wayne Rooney in a heartbeat. Wayne Rooney. He's a wanker. Well, I mean, I'm going I'm to choose someone of a similar disposition. Um, because, basically, I'm putting my come on England, let's win the bloody thing hat on. And I think the best uh, leader uh, motivationally of the team is the current Liverpool captain. And alright, he's a, he's a right arsehole, but what the hell. Who isn't in that bloody team? Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. But more importantly, oh, when it comes to England, I really haven't got an awful... I'd obviously like Theo, but Theo's never going to be Theo an England... captain. He's get never going to be man. captain. He's going to struggle to get in the team. I'm a big No, I could get him the ticket if it comes to it, alright? I will buy him the ticket. Yeah. If he was gonna captain England, I'll buy him the ticket myself. Theo Smelders, the old I, Aberdeen goalkeeper. I feel not Theo I feel Walcott. Close. Theo Walcott. Yeah, I'm talking about Joe. I thought you said he's not a footballer before. Joe, right, do you mean Theo on. Walcott? Yes, Theo Walcott. He's not playing what, very well. For England captain. Captain oh. material. No, well, he is captain material in as much as he behaves Don't himself. Don't mean Theo the Foley, exiles. Theo Foley. <laughs> what a shout! <laughs> <laughs> well, Theo Foley. Um, yeah, Theo Foley would would be a good England captain if he was, was English, he Scottish, but he's he? Irish. Yeah, oh, was he? Big difference. But um, but unfortunately, they're not there. But we're still in the Champions League at the moment. And how do we feel we're going to fare like against Parkinson tonight? I'm very, <laughs> very much feeling the Parkinson. <laughs> The Parkinson vibe, we'll I've wait, got it. We just watch for the emu, that's all yeah. I'm saying, mate. Oh, no. Well, Mark, would you like to be emu tonight? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've been emu when you... At home with Joe party. and Mark, <laughs> Joe, if you're asking, I'm dancing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that definitely was an emu moment. moment tonight. Oh, no. That's a bit like the sketch that, that came earlier on, hopefully. It's like the time I went to that before. fancy dress party with a girl and I went as Matthew Corbett and she went as... Soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, yeah. <laughs> not the way I was doing it. <laughs> 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 oh, well, 
David, you're on a roll, but are we going to roll past Porto to get to the quarterfinals? <laughs> I see, I'm on a roll, myself even. Well, I'm overdoing the roll here. podcast of the evening syndrome yeah. has descended. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we should roll Porto over because they're no good, but um, it's got a bit of PSV 2006-2007 uh, hanging around it for me. I mean, we should have destroyed PSV Eindhoven but contrived to lose against a crap team. Um, and whilst we should beat Porto... We should be any team with a superhero as a centre forward, <laughs> the wonderful Hulk. Um, you know, I've, we we should win, and on paper we should win. But it's one of those things. Even if we do get through to the last eight, the chance are we'll have to play a football team, and um, therein lies the difficulty. You don't think we're looking at some of the Porto players and thinking? Perhaps we might buy some of these, or even well, get I'll them. tell you what: who yeah. is not under contract at the moment who could be bought? We could get Spider-Man before that catch. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Hulk. Let's fire with fire here. <laughs> the lad's available. Sign him up. I mean, worse than the old beast. Get ready, get it, eh? Yeah, we've had the beast, so what about the Hulk? Would, would that be a good awesome signing, Mark? No. <laughs> there are no mugs. To bring this back to football for a nanosecond, there are no mugs in in um, the Champions League last 16 alright it's because I use those glasses with the <laughs> and nothing can be taken for granted and I hope for God's sake Arsenal don't take their passage through to the quarterfinals for granted uh, as has been pointed out by my erstwhile colleague Mr Udo yes PSV were a similar draw and look what happened there so let's just try and negotiate this tie and hope our luck's in and we get a soft draw for the quarterfinal and then just ride our luck all the way to Madrid. Although, for chances of that happening, don't put money on it, sir, listeners. I think it'd be quite a tight, hard passage to the final, but I think if we play it correctly, going strong, no messing around, and um, come out quickly, then we should, should be fine. And David? On like, the Porto like, game, do you think? Like you think I said at the start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've hit you twice on this. Are you testing me? I am. Well, you was biting your nails. I saw you biting your nails, and I thought, I'll have to come to David at this point. If he starts nibbling, it's time to come to David. On paper, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> so was PSV. And I've just gobbled all over my trousers. You know David, uh, do you want me to come to you? To, again, I'll go back to Mark. and then. You know what I'm saying about you being like, you know, Parkinson? Parkinson. I wrecked it. I wrecked it. What about Parkinson's? You say the best till last is another Udo special. Wait, wait, I have to come to David. David, what would you like to say on that? Look, as long as as long as we get a fair draw in you know, if we negotiate these guys and get a fair draw, any anything is anything is possible. It'd be nice if we get one of those draws that Chelsea always get in the first three rounds of the FA Cup. I think the last few years Chelsea have played Debenhams, Walter and Hersham under elevens. And um, Stephen Fry in the, the third <laughs> round of the FA Cup. Chances of getting Preston in the Champions League are between slim and none. So don't raise your hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost done now, but just time for the usual reminder that our email address is gunapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks once again to our sponsors, gunashirts.com, and a reminder that the current issue of the Guna number 202 will be on sale at the home match against Sunderland before the following edition hits the streets for the visit of Burnley in early March. It can also be bought online from the Guna shop on our very own website. 
That's all for this time. I'm Joe Broadfoot. Thanks for listening. Carefree, wherever you may be, don't leave your wife with John Terry. He can't shoot and he can't pass, but he'll take your missus up the arse. Terry, wherever you may be, you've lost the England captaincy. Both your kids and your wife, Tony, and all your sponsorship money. Chelsea, wherever you may be, don't trust your wife with John Terry. His dad sells crack, his mum sells tea, and he cries when he's missed a penalty. Ding dong. Oh, hi, Vanessa. Oh, hello, John. I was expecting when. Uh, I'm afraid he's having to do extra training. And anyway, I'm used to turning up here when he's not around. So what can I do for you? Pleasure me, Vanessa. I want to put my Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank into your Ashley Cole. Qu'est-ce que c'est? What do you mean? I had the sausage, sweetheart. Old English tradition. Haven't you ever seen footballers' wives? Sacre bleu! What makes you think you have the right to? Captain's privileges. I have not heard that one before. Why? What other reasons have you been given? Ida told me it was a gold bonus. Yeah. We didn't do it many times. Yeah, that'd be right. That strange Romanian, he said to me, he wanted to put me on the red lines. Oh, I don't suppose they were white on top of a toilet lid, were they? How did you know? Anyone else I should know about? I have to tell you about the little man who tried to put a, a, a mobile phone up my derriere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all him only knows. You are so romantic, Jean. Down of the year, sweetheart. Down of the year. Exactly. But what about your wife and your children? Well, the boss says I need to do more scoring away from home. I'm only following orders. Come on, love. Take one for the team. I've already taken four. Is that not enough? Peter Jack, is that your wife? Ashley Cole, is that your wife? Michael Ballard, is that your wife? Joey Cole. Is that your wife? Did you drop her? Is that your wife? Nick and Elka. Is that your wife? Frankie Lampard. Is that your wife? Ancelotti. Is that your too? We all know John Terry's at your wife's. Terry's at your wife's. Terry's at your wife's. We all know John Terry's at your wife's. Terry's at your wife's. Terry's at your wife's. You are a cheater, a dirty cheater. Your training ground tours, ten grand a time. Your mum's out stealing, your dad's drug dealing. But please don't look at my wife that way. La 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 Please don't look at my wife that way. Always look out for JT with your wife. Always look out for JT with your wife. Always look out for JT with your wife. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Oh, so there I am, Donald 
Daddy Ice Rock, man. I know the other boys. And a Laurie Ice Rock, too. And we all start having a laugh here. And we're saying to him, a Laurie Ice Rock, a Laurie Ice Shit up, son. And he said, what do you mean, shit up? I said, well, I'm in the showers, right? With JT. And he's saying, well, I've had a Laurie Ice Rock the other night. I'm with man there to drop off 20 miles of light, exactly, with wife. The next thing I know, she's gone out the floor of a nice bottle of Montreux. And I'm hanging out the back of her. And I don't know what the Portuguese boy fucking loving is. But Lord's a bueno. No, he'll be proud of me. Anyway, this is about the boy, iTunes exclusive. Always look out for JT with your wife. Do 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 do